What it do, what it do, what it do. It is your boy, Andrew Schultz, a.k.a. Mr. Goody Two Shoes. And who am I with, as always, Joseph Huggins, a.k.a. Old Man Huggy. Talk shit or get off the pod. Episode 105th. That's 105th. One, two, three, four, fifth. Welcome, motherfuckers. It's Mr. Goody, that money nympho. Puffing on a lit joint. It's Mr. Crypto, fucking with the Bitcoin. Verified on the blockchain. Now your girl's verified on my cock, man. Money going up, hit the switch like hydraulics. Money going up, shit's going parabolic. Honey going up the pole stage, looking like a Jackson Pollock. Money on the grind, workaholic. What's going on? What's up, man? How are you? Never been better. How are you? Good, man. It's been a long, you know, I mean, what? Today's Monday. It still feels like it's already been a long week. So that's good. We're off to a great start. <laughs> <laughs> word, word, word. We just uh, got done watching the Jets win in overtime over the Buffalo Bills. Very exciting for me. Yeah, the pump return. I texted, I was like, okay, well, once this game's over, because it's, like, it's going to overtime, it's probably going to be longer. And then it was, what, pretty quick drive and then a pump return touchdown. I went back downstairs and walked into it. It's like, oh, he, he makes a cut. I was like, wait, what's happening? Yeah. Shit was over quick. Shit was over. Wild. Crazy. Yeah. Alan just like choked. Imploded. The, yeah. Imploded. What, he was like, was it, what happened? Mm. Was that Alan? Or did, uh, did is his body double or what? Oh, he threw those three picks. He's the same like, guy. He threw four but, picks, I thought. Or they had like four the, turnovers. Well, he looks like Chris Pratt. Like if Chris Pratt was a football player. Oh, yeah. He threw um, three picks and then he also fumbled it. Yeah, well, then the fumble, which was just as bad, and he got stuck <laughs> on that play too. Like, yeah, I think he thinks sometimes he got he hit just, so many times. Like, I think he just tries too hard sometimes. But like, not in good situations. Like in the beginning of the game, he like was running and tried to jump in the air, and he like got like hit twice, like in the air for like yeah, seven, he, for a seven yard run. It's like, bro, you're you're the franchise. Yeah, but he's like big, and he's like, I'm a big motherfucker. This is what I do. So he's just wild like that. Well, he just lost to the Jets without Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. Okay. Shout out Garrett lost Wilson. To, lost to Zach. Well, he lost to Zach Wilson. Well, I beat Zach Deaton. That's right, you bitch. Um, actually, uh, the league that I'm in with, uh, it's ten guys. It's all Dallas fans besides me joseph knows all these guys that they're from high school uh on the it, we've been playing for 12 years so on espn like they'll show you the history you know like in more detail now and it shows me my toughest opponent and it was uh zach deaton has beaten me uh 14 out of the 17 times we've played each other throughout 12 years <laughs> Damn. I know. I was like, this is this. I, I was like, uh, I'm, I'm immediately uh, asking the commissioner to uh, file like a case on, on this miss, this disinformation. Um, but anyways, I played him this week, week one and spanked his ass by 50 points. 
Whoo. They projected ESPN projected my team was uh, the worst in the league right after the draft. <laughs> so I had the worst draft according to ESPN. And then now I moved from 10th to second. I didn't change any of my players. Well, it's been a week. I know. I know. It's been a week. It's and, one week. Know. Okay. Well, ladies and gentlemen, let's get to our therapy questions for the day. Therapy question number one. Joseph, would you flip a coin if heads means you instantly receive ten billion with a B dollars and tails means that you die instantly? Now I always call heads whenever I flip a coin. I'm a heads guy. Stay away from tails. Tails always fails. See, I'm but- getting I'm getting head and tail like a quarter. But I wouldn't flip the coin. No way. Yeah, me neither. No, no there's no, no. way. Absolutely now, if it was not. like you get $10 billion or you lose an arm, maybe. Obviously. That'd be cool. 10 billion can buy you like eight arms. Because I would do. Become an octopus if you want. Well, no, like if you win, you get to keep both your arms and you get $10 billion. If you lose, you oh, yeah, lose yeah, an yeah. arm. You're right. You're right. You're right. Yeah, then I'd still probably do it because it's like I, then I donate myself to science or something. I go to like Boston Electronics, be like, "Hook me the fuck up, dude. Make me like a uh, give then, me a cyborg arm." I would no, I would just no, then. Then you'll be my sworn enemy. Maybe that that's maybe that's it. I flip a coin, like on some uh, Harvey Dent Two Face shit. I lose ten billion dollars. They take Don't lose my it. Well, no, it's I do because if I flip the coin, I get it. So it's there. Right. But but you're not going 10 billion into debt. You don't have then, 10 billion on the line. Well, I lose the opportunity to have 10 billion dollars, get my arm chopped off, go see a crazy like street vendor robotics doctor. He gives me an e- like an evil robot arm. That's the beginning of my villain arc. That's right. And then and then I'll have to be the superhero because we have the backstory of used to be best friends, host a podcast together. Now sworn enemies, now, yeah, mortal enemies. Sworn enemies. Then all of a sudden he lost his right. arm in a, in a be, coin flip. And it makes sense because uh, you being the villain because you're black and me being the hero because I'm white. Right? Yeah, that's true. That's how I think that's how they would write it. I think yeah. It's only fair. I mean, but I would I would be like, anti-hero so i would have like a redemption episode but i'd always be still doing bad stuff like but you would be the hero for sure because i'm black so they'd be like hey look like he's cool we let him come around but be careful lock your doors make sure he's out of your house not by dad yeah the first black robot it's possible but no i would i would not flip a coin yeah, that's 10, 10 way billion too risky. or die die instantly. Yeah, because yeah, because my cool. life 50, goal 50. isn't to get to 10 bill. You know, I'll take two. Yeah. Yeah. Like take a take a foot or get a robot foot. Yeah. Basically, if I lose it, I lose an appendage. I'm gonna try to replace it with something robotic. But I'm gonna be like, yo, dude, I lost my leg, I got chopped off in a alley <laughs> in a dice game. <laughs> For 10 billy shit bro (laughs) for 10 billy i need you to hook up a robot leg like immediately you'd be like whoa that's wild at some point someone would do it then you'd be on dr phil and he'd be like what made you flip the coin why was money more important than your feet 
Like there'd be someone on that. They'd be like, hell yeah, bro. Fuck you, Phil. <laughs> um, the Iron Ape Tyson. He thinks no. Oprah is a terrible person. And then uh, I think Oprah's a terrible person. Yeah, he does too. And then he and then he's and then, he, and then he also then he included Dr. Phil. And I was like, whoa, Dr. Phil's my boy. <laughs> and uh Joseph does no. a good uh impersonation. No, I'm I don't fuck with Dr. Phil either. I've heard from people who know him that he's like a huge dick. It's like the sticks, the sticks uh dad I, like indirectly knows him through like a, a like a circle. He's because he because he, he's from Irving, so he lives in right. Irving, so I he's know. from I, the Metroplex. I hung out with his daughter. Apparently supposedly, supposedly he's just a big dick. Why were you in the tub with my daughter? Because she got in it and I was in it. I don't know. Um, but uh I would expect I would want my Dr. Phil to be an asshole. No, but see, the fact that Oprah unleashed Dr. Phil and Dr. Oz don't, on well, the don't, world, don't, don't compare cut those Dr. people loose. Cut those Dr. people Phil loose. Dr. Phil is not Dr. Oz. Think about, think about crazy interviews that have happened on the Oprah show where it's like the beginning of a spiral. Like It's almost like she's allowed some people to spiral, like Tom Cruise and Katie Holmes, and he was like, I'm in love with this girl, and jumping on the couch, all that wild shit. Like, she just let that shit happen, man. Isn't that funny, though, that like him jumping on the couch like was like shocking to America? But it's like, Trump's, well, but it's out, Trump, like Trump's out here committing rape and shit. Well, Jesus. But no, I'd say that um, what made it weird is that, that he'd not been dating her for like two, three weeks or some shit. It's not like they've been hanging out for very long. It's like they just started hanging out. So he was on some Scientology, like super surge, like on some L. Ron Hubbard blood or something. They shot his ass up and he ran out there. Yeah. Was on like the smoke in the ashes of Xenu or some shit. Dude, like free basing. <laughs> free basing Thetans, bro. That's what he was doing. And, and then he went on Oprah and Oprah was just like, yeah, dude, like hit that shit harder, bro. He was roll- yeah, he was rolling bowls, as they call it. I, yeah, I saw totally. some meth head uh, yeah. rap, rap song called Rolling <laughs> Bowls. <laughs> tell me, tell me about, uh, tell me about like, yeah, tell me about, you know, this Dawson's Creek chick and what the fuck y'all are doing. He's just like, I'm in love with her. She was in disturbing behavior. I fucking love her. And she was just like, yeah, hit that shit, bro. Like, let's go. Oprah is, she's She's got darkness to her. Though, no <laughs> oh, okay. Because she's black. No, just darkness, like Tyler, everybody dog. Just like Tyler Perry's got to have some darkness to him, dude. Somebody tried to but, rip but, off. Okay, but Tyler Perry was never. He tried to buy BET, dog. Okay, but he, he tried wasn't... to buy BET from the white people that own it, and they told him no. I didn't expect anything from Tyler Perry. Like, in fact, I got a line where I'm like, "They're saying that Tyler Perry fucking presentation." Yeah, but everything's a Tyler Perry presentation. Yeah, there's a lot of shit that dude, when you're trying to go buy, spend like three, like to offer two billion dollars to buy BET, that's wild. Tyler Perry's got a fuck ton of money, bro. That's all I'm saying. I, I'm aware. But to, accum- but to accumulate that much money, like back in the day, somebody made fun of Medea or tried to rip him off or had there was a competitor. There was like a, a Medea competitor. Well, and he like, was just the, ripping like Martin Lawrence off. Like, and what do you Tyler mean? Perry. And no, I'm, so I'm or saying, Eddie maybe, Murphy. Maybe he poisoned. Martin Lawrence and when Martin Lawrence started losing it, that was actually Tyler Perry. That's a conspiracy right there. I'm just saying Tyler Perry like beat some people up 
like dressed up as Medea, being like, "Hey, quit fucking with my brand, dog." Just to be where is that? Just like Oprah's. No, oh, to, to, no. to be as big uh, to be as big as Oprah is or be as big as Tyler Perry is at a certain point you reach a level where like you're going to do things that might be morally or just ethically bad and to get ahead and to devour your competition it becomes like you know like same with Fox News or anything wherever they do no, things no 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 if you have no talent like fucking Tyler Perry and you want to make a couple billion dressing up like an old lady like just saying stupid shit uh then you might have to do like evil stuff but when you're oprah and you just you just dropping truth bombs left and right yeah but now what i'm saying is tyler tyler perry now owns his own like big massive studio and he can do and shoot whatever the fuck he wants mm. and he produces t- tons of stuff for people he's reached a level where it's laughable well he um, had to he had oprah, to do that because if he tried to sell his movies to a normal studio they'd be like get the fuck out of the room i'm saying oprah probably drove <laughs> probably drove around like a Tysler Chrysler town and country in the suburbs and like broke up small book clubs of moms and like beat them up, broke, dispersed them and then to just promote her own book club. And that's how our book club got big. I think she started small, some grassroots clubs. Yeah. 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 Just like running around. But like, look, if anybody's going to be telling you what books to read, it's going to be me. Quit fucking with my shit. No clubs in my territory, and they're like, "Oh fuck!" No, bro. did she have the platform on national television then, five fucking days a week? Like, where she, all she had to say was, "I got a book club," and, and then Doctor Oz all. is over there, like prescribing him shit and fucking people up. Doctor Phil's out there, being <laughs> just like in, with a bat or some shit, bro. I'm just saying, Stedman's definitely driving. He's too scared to get out of the car. Stedman. He's like, "I'm not getting out," and Oprah's just sitting there in the back seat, looking through the window. Dr. Phil's like, so I hear you got a book club. <laughs> Goddamn, dude. Why do you feel the need to have a list of books that y'all read chronologically at the same time? Connection. Oprah's got great books. <laughs> the best books. Nobody it's has books like, like a... Smashing their pumpkins and shit with the The bag. Bible's my favorite book. Except, was... except for... Out of the deal, <laughs> and I can see him. Oh, yes, I imagine Dr. Phil rolling up in like his cheesy ass suit with his jacket, but then he like takes it off and rolls his sleeves up before he's like getting all physical, bringing up this book club. He <laughs> you know, pops open, uh, not a Bud Light, I guess. No, he's got suspenders, he's got suspenders. <laughs> Why are you gonna make me do this? <laughs> <laughs> I'd, li- I'd like to hang out with dr phil okay depends depending on the circumstances yes right all right therapy question number two would you rather have multiple save points throughout your life you could restart at or have new game plus where after you die you start your life over with all the knowledge and skills you've acquired Hmm. See, the restart would be good because you got to save points. Yeah. So you could go back to a certain point where you saved and like you like, could change. Like any day that you're like, damn, my life is good right now. Boom, save it. <laughs> and then and then if anything fucks up you're just right back there and you just... well you would have to if you had could you have multiple yeah multiple saves you would want to have them at like certain periods so you don't have them at pivotal moments so you'd want to be That's able to I'm go saying. back yeah, yeah you'd want to be able to go back 
to not as yeah i guess like yeah my life is really good right like i do it on a calendar i'd be like okay i'm doing it i'm like at this age at this age at this age so i could have a catalog and i could go back if i want how far before no i wouldn't make it like that i wouldn't structure i would just be mindful of that i have save points and that you know when i'm like this is a good place i'm at my life for a save point boom because like you know some ages could be just fucking terrible or just not necessary to repeat yeah but i mean there'd be certain times where if you could go like yeah yeah i mean but there'd be i think that you'd be able to see where how things change and branch based off of decisions you change on certain moments in a timeline so you could like right but like sometimes you'll go back like you know, once, twice, whatever, to that save point, to the to the point where you perfect it. So then you're never going back to that save point again, really, even though it's still there. And then, you you know, and then from there, once you perfect that, now you've got a save point that you can test out, you know. But dude, you, if dude, you think you, about this, you'd be you, rich as shit, though, because you'd just be investing money and stuff, too. You'd be making, you'd be hawking money, dude. You'd be going, you'd wait for this yeah, big, from big true. spike and something, and you'd be going back. Like every like two years, you'd just be going back and buying more and buying more. <laughs> yeah, I know exactly what you'd be doing, bro. Well, that, but I mean, the thing where you start your life over with all the knowledge and skills you've acquired, is that just one time? That would have to be. That's a whole fresh reset. And that's like a, that's like prestige mode. But does that or- just happen every time you die? Because then at that point, then why don't you just do that? Well, yeah, then you'd have but, but it's yeah, I guess it's them. This reminds me of okay, you know, on a shampoo bottle, on um, the directions, it says at the end, it says repeat. For I'm telling you, for well into my 20s, at least, if not 30s, I it, it confused me because I'm like, well, if you're reading the directions and it just says repeat at the end. So you go to the beginning of the directions and you hit repeat and now you're just endlessly shampooing your hair. That's fair. But then I realized, no, just read. You just repeat once. Yeah. It doesn't say repeat the whole thing. It just says repeat. <laughs> Why? Well, I don't know. It kind of does say repeat the whole thing. So I don't know. But that used to bother me. So it's like repeat repeating. Like, you're like wait, this isn't a number. Why does that bother? Right. But this doesn't even make any sense. Yeah, and then I'm like, it, to the point where psychologically it it affected me to where I've never washed my hair twice. <laughs> so, so you could do something where you have infinite, so you have save points, but when you die, you die, right? And then, so that means that you could go back in a save point, and something else could happen, and it kills you, and then that's it. So you could have lived, you could have gone back to being like 22, like 50 times. And relived that and da 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 and gone through that cycle, but you could die at 24 because something could happen, and that's just it. That would have to be it. And then on the other one, I think you just get one full go through, and then you get to go through a whole cycle again. So yeah, that means so you get like a dry run, and yeah, then so, and then yep. keep all the knowledge, and then yep. start. Yep. So that means that it. So that means if you die in that scenario, you do come back. And that is a second run, regardless of when you die, you would retain the small knowledge that you'd acquired up until that point. So if you died at 18, you would come back as like a one-year-old baby, but you would know okay, everything you, you knew up, up until, you up until you, 
you could yeah. set your life up real good if you're 18 years old smart as a one-year-old like then you're crushing you like you're just all crushing school getting a full ride to wherever the fuck you want to go yeah you'd probably be a great setting athlete because you would yeah. understand sports and if you even did anything remotely extracurricular that was good so if you were like oh i'm gonna do boxing and you were a boxer you'd be coming out as some like like eight-year-old kid competing in like peewee golden gloves just like working people like some 18-year-old kid for all that be wild and then think about like you would dominate because (laughs) because you have all this knowledge that you could then be learning new things instead of having to learn those things that everybody else is learning when they're growing up. So now you're just like exponentially going to be smarter because you know, you're, you'd have all the you time. Could be, the you could world. be 90 years ahead of the game. If, yeah. If, Cause depending on how long you live. Well, yeah. Cause basically by the time they put you and you were able to like read and write, you would already know. So they'd be like, Whoa, this kid's smart. They would accelerate you so quick. You'd be one of those kids that's on like, Australian the, Australia the 60 minutes like not yeah. they'd be like you're not you're not cool enough to be on the US 60 minutes but you'd be an American on the Australian 60 I minutes. don't think so an American 10 year old who can do college I, level I'll say Australian 60 minutes is lit bro they have why why no they have wild shit on Austra- Australia is insane well is um, it is it still 60 minutes in Australia yeah, or, yeah. or or is it yeah, like is it like minutes. four and a half kangaroos no, it's 16 minutes. I'm just kidding. Australia is like one of the top listeners to the pod. Yeah, why are you talking shit? I'm like, love them giving a well, mad Because it's called talk shit. I, like, I feel like that they would be disappointed if I didn't talk a little shit. You know, it's like an honorary. Honorary. Yeah, like you, you've made it if you've your country's been shit talked on the pod. Yeah, Lithuania, fuck you. <laughs> our latest country uh, shout out ethiopia yeah ethiopia dude let's go wow that's our sixth african country yeah yeah up to six now yeah Mudafoka. let's go that's awesome though i'm excited we're taking over dude that's right that's that's like the furthest country to the north egypt we got the furthest country to the east uh, we just got ethiopia and south africa any African countries. I just don't want it to be like a strong Wagner group presence whenever well, the, the Wagner group it. doesn't exist anymore. Well, the small factions. Yeah. It's there have like, to be. They're, they're, it's like dismantled. Like, well, dismantled. So, but that's what I'm saying is there's like wild dudes somewhere in the jungle with Ooh. a lot of guns and gold. Like that's like going on. And they have but, nothing to do. And they're like, but there's this a, is my jungle. There's been like six coups in the last like couple of years like just recently it's uh Burkina Faso uh Niger Mali all coups like this year oh yeah Coon Sudan is you know Sudan's back in the civil war yeah yeah I I guess but between those the multiple save points is nice yeah I like both options <laughs> I'll flip the coin because you can like have a save point where it's like, all right, I'm gonna I'm gonna choose to take move out of state, take this job, take this chance, take a da, risk. Da, da, yeah, save right, and then save there, and then go see what it does. If it blows up and it fucking sucks, you can go back and see what the other route is. And you could always 
still go back and see what the other route is. You would get the opportunity to experience both sides of all of your decisions. Yeah, you can swing for the fences multiple times, uh, you know, with without any risk or yeah, yeah. yeah. But guess like what? You could do kid, you could you could go... do that in real life too. Just a lot of people are scared. Yeah, but no, but I'm saying like you could have moments where it's like okay. When you're a kid, like, I'm going to go fight this kid. He's always talking shit, save right. point. And then go, and maybe you get your ass beat, and then you go back in time and go to the save, and you choose not to fight him. I wouldn't do right. it like that, dude, because maybe getting your ass beat is the best lesson you, you could have. Yeah, right but you still, would, you still would get your ass beat, so it would be a humbling experience. You'd go back, and you'd be like, oh, like, oh, man, I want to go whip his ass, but I'd get my ass beat. I'm not as tough as I funk. You would realize that you're not as tough as you think you are in that moment because you would choose to go fight him you would just get your ass beat you'd have the whole opportunity to get embarrassed and have everybody laugh at you or well, whatever no no the no, fuck no, it no because that's you don't i don't think you still retain the knowledge if you go back to the wherever you were at that time no there has to be some retaining of knowledge if you retain knowledge in one you retain knowledge in the other so you'd have to so that's what i'm saying is the, the bone the if it's just like, oh, I go back to the save point where I know that I saved, but I'll forget everything that I went through. I don't like no, that. No, you you remember your life. Yeah, so that's I mean, what I'm saying is if you but you'll if forget you everything that you, that you went through up and uh, like from the wherever you're going, you know, the save point and forward. No, I think you got to be able to retain what what happened on the save point going forward. No, you're like you're like five years down from the save point, and you're like, dude, this shit sucks. I'm going back, and then you just don't remember. Well, I guess you should. I guess yeah, you're right. Because because then you would I have would, to. That's what would I'm just saying. Do the exact same thing. So I'm saying is, so you would be more level headed because if I chose to go fight some dude, got my ass beat, but did a save before it. Everybody saw it. Everybody saw me get my ass beat. I would get my ass kicked in a fight, but I'd go back to the save point. And then you wouldn't go fight that guy. You'd be like, I'm going to get the shit kicked out of me if I go fight that guy. And you would know that. So you would learn that lesson and you'd be able to like correct that mistake. It's the whole point of the save point, right? So you'd be able to be like, oh no, I say I'm going to go back. So you wouldn't want to be careless with it like that. But if you were aware of it, you would almost do it like that. So, well, I wouldn't see, I wouldn't do it like with like, like situations like that, like, or it would have to like be I asked this girl, I asked this girl to prom and she didn't say no, never happened to me. Well, but I'm saying, or <laughs> it would be something where you would go, you, you couldn't use the saves until you were a certain age. No, so until no, no, you know, because no, no, no. then no, because then you can, because if you knew that you could do save points and you'd be doing save it on stupid shit when you were like, five, no, because, because your, your subconscious uh, is fully developed and uh, by the time you're eight and so everything that happens from zero to eight is your subconscious for the rest of your life so if you want like a full restart you know go back to five or four or whatever no i mean i, th I think that i think i the multiple save points would be great that's what it says in the question yeah multiple save points but the like prestige mode would be like the second run would be wild, but I think you could accomplish the same thing in the save points. Right. But you only get one shot. Especially if you have a save point when you're like five and you go till like 80 and then just hit reset. And then you have all the knowledge just like you would on the re on the recreate. 
That's what I'm saying, man. Yeah. You could you could do save points and you could always go back to and be like, okay, I saved whenever I was like 28 and I took this chance and took this random ass job. And you could live that job till you were like 50 and then just I know, but are you but are go you back always, and then you could go you're, follow you're the probably other more terrified of death than the normal person. You yeah, know, you like, would be you'd be super you're like, cautious. Because you have the ability to go back. Ex- you'd have it, the experience ability to experience more and more and more. So you'd be so super what, cautious. You, you just build a complex and then you just keep every day going back that to the day before because just to stay alive. Just because you know that that will keep you alive. <laughs> no, I know there's no, I don't know about that. Yeah, well, you know. Maybe okay, okay, should we move on? Yeah, maybe that's a good one. That was congr- Hey, I like. Cheers for you. That was a good. Oh, thank you. Therapy question. You know why I knew it was gonna be because everyone's good that I put in homes. Oh, okay, my bad. Except for the ChatGBT era that we. Yeah, the, well, the ChatGBT era was good, but you know it it went to shit pretty quick. Yeah, well, uh, I'll suppress that. You know, change history. Yeah. Okay. Therapy question number three. Would you rather add 50 years to your lifespan and become a ghost upon death or reduce your lifespan and be reincarnated continuously? Adding 50 Hmm. years is too much, like, you know? Yeah, because what shape am I going to be? Exactly. Now, being a ghost would be tight as fuck. (laughs) <laughs> no, it I think it would be if it, with given certain guidelines. I think it'd be cool if you got to decide what phase of yourself you came back as. So if you could be like, oh, I'm an old man, or I'm younger, or I want to be like when I was, you know, at my at my peak or when my looks were the best, I'd be like, I want to be like like nine and just ADHD to the fucking max and not be like a like scare them but like fuck with people and like just be no 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 no. you are the ghost when you die so whatever i'm like when i die so 50 years plus what your normal life then then reincarnation that's lame i want to be some geriatric ghost old yeah old whistly black man but now bro it's like it's like you know how they say for a fact that the first person to live to 150 is already alive it's now been born it's true yeah already been born yep i've seen the math yeah they put it out i've seen i've seen the charts the stars yeah, they did it yeah they they I've showed the it all i've seen the pattern they, they showed the work the paperwork is really guys that's right now um for me that like because i was having this conversation with the iron ape over the weekend and and he's like he's like i don't want to live to like 110 because like your life's shit and I'm like, no, like by the time that you, we get to like a hundred, like the technology will be such that it like, because people are living longer, there will then be a, a market for longevity, like, you know, being able to function later in life and then it will just get better and better and better. So like, you'll be able to like have a great so life. So you're trying to say that like the 50 years added to your lifespan if we Not, were in this case in this case that doesn't apply because you're just randomly getting extra 50 years not because technology got you there right not because healthcare yeah, but, got you there so therefore like they're not prepared to handle you at 130 you know 
Yeah. But well, well, okay. But look, I, I'd be only time it like I said, there's there's guidelines to where it'd be cool to be a ghost. And you if I think if you became a ghost, you should be allowed to decide what era of yourself you come back as. I'm not saying that's true for this scenario, but if you got to pick what version of yourself you came back as as a ghost, that would be awesome. Okay, so like but, have, like what like frame it this way, like which Taylor Swift era would you want to come back as as a ghost? If I was a Taylor, oh well, um, it'd be it'd be original, it'd be country country Taylor Swift. Okay, well, it's not called country era. Well, I mean, I guess it's just original. I'd be love, I'd be love story Taylor Swift. Okay. Yeah, I was singing that yesterday. You were singing it yesterday? Yeah, I tried to. And I saw that there's a Romeo and Juliet. That's it. And I just go saying that all day. Yeah, that's all you need. When it comes to the Swift, that's all you need is a little bit. A little Swift, a little Shakespeare. A scotch, a scotch goes a long way. So mm-hmm. remember mm-hmm. that. A scotch of the Swift. <laughs> Let's sweep it. That's a gift. <laughs> yeah, I'd rather be continuously reincarnated, but have a shorter lifespan. Because then what? Oh man, I'd live till I'm 55 and then I die and then I come back and I have to live my life all over again and then I die at 55. That'd be tight. It's like, kill me. Like, I'll be, let me be reincarnated at like the age when my social security's maxed out and kicks in. Um, <laughs> and you know what? Hit me off, roll that shit over to the next one. So, like, bro, this season's just kind uh, of unlimited. No, no. But um, one of my spiritual counselors, Doug Randack is a big believer that we're spiritual beings having a human experience and that like after you die, like you can, you're going to bounce out of here or you're going to get reincarnated because whatever karmic like wheel that you're on, like hadn't been solved yet. And so you get reincarnated until whatever that is gets solved. And then you leave the earth. Hmm. But to him, he was kind of making it seem like it was like that we were spiritual beings and we chose to come down here and be a human for a bit. Are we tight? My spiritual self is wild, bro. He's stupid. He's getting shit together. (laughs) I don't know. Something to think about. Okay. Final therapy question. Therapy question number four. Would you rather get slapped by a different random 12 year old every morning at 7 a.m sharp joseph or slap a random seven-year-old every night at 11 p.m i guess gets hit by the 12 year old because if i'm slapping seven-year-olds at 11 p.m it's it's not gonna last very long and then i was thinking that but then also so i had to I had to frame it to where it, like i you know even more to get get around this and i'm like okay the 12 year old slapping me at 7 a.m it's like a wake-up call you probably get used to it yeah that's just like we don't have kids but if we did i'm sure it's a go something like that but 12 is 12 is like sixth grade like where like i was playing baseball and like uh, football like i could probably slap the shit out, out of you like especially if i was doing it every morning like getting good at it yeah but i mean i you can't be slapping random seven-year-old kids at 11 p.m at night 
and they just like coming out like just sort of showing up at the door and you're just yeah, slapping them and they go on their way somebody who's not aware of that is gonna see it and call that right. shit in exactly like someone's ring camera is gonna catch that so quick man that'd right. be national news like black yeah. man slapping kids and like they'll be like oh you're the slap bandit <laughs> who who slap is bandit. who is this man who is like out here just slap lock your kids up <laughs> all the kids are locked away at 10 45 you're climbing in windows just to slap kids nah man that's like, i can't the, live my, the my kinder life slapper like yeah i can't live my life like that and seven's <laughs> way too now 12 when i slap a 12 year old 12 year olds nowadays no, say you're not shit okay maybe, maybe. you're not you're getting no, seven. I know, but seven is that's too small. Twelve would be like, maybe. oh yeah, oh yeah. I'm a- <laughs> I would definitely slap a twelve year old. <laughs> Are you kidding? And then and like when nobody's looking, and then just be like, what? <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't think you can do that. But I do feel like I, if mean, I just I feel like if I walked by a pack of twelve year olds right at this point, I think that like two or three of them would like start yelling at me or try to jump me. I don't know these kids nowadays. Maybe man, they're Dude, wild. You I, know I mean? Have you seen Baby Boy? When they, uh, lie, yes, yeah, yeah, they stole his bike and then they line them all up and spank their asses with their belts. Yeah. That's what I do. <laughs> On some Putin tank shit. Yeah, that's also how you. Someone calls that in. This guys out here slapping a bunch of <laughs> twelve-year-olds. Twelve-year-olds at the mall. <laughs> He's got them. Dude, he used to be allowed to the do wall. that. Like the neighbor used to be allowed to slap their neighbor's kids. Like back in the dude, that would be new dispatch yeah. would be so, so basically, lost. They'd be so <laughs> lost on that call. There's some man up here. He's got he's got a bunch of kids lined up. He's hitting them with their belt outside the fucking mall. They'd be like, what? Well, yeah, actually, in the, in Baby Boy, now what happens is no, they're punching each one in the face one by one. And then, yeah. and then he stops one, like the guy, um, Omar Epps from hit, hit it. No, not oh, Omar Gooding from yeah. hitting one kid. And then instead he pulls out his belt and spanks him. So like embarrasses him more than getting knocked out. Um, just to correct the record on baby boy. Yeah. You know, Jody. <laughs> um, yeah, so you basically you just have to take the tax. The tax is getting slapped by a twelve year old. Yeah, you got it. Yeah, the alternative yeah. is committing felonies. Yeah, it's like is slapping a bunch every of random day. kids every and day. Like there'll be manhunts for you. And it's how easy is it to find you because you do it at the exact same time every day. Little Remington Lee was just in his room playing Fortnite, and this man just came in the window and just slapped him clear across the face. It and I'll 11, tell you what. I tell you what. Eleven p.m. sharp. Say what. He was acting like a pill that day, and I and I actually enjoyed, or I'm glad that he did. Anybody's gonna slap my child. It's gonna be me, all right. And, she, and then she slaps the child right yeah, there. Yeah, she's like, <laughs> shut up. Yeah, he like walks up like, mom. He's like, shut up. Can't you see I'm talking to the news? Ooh, there's like a big. There's a cross in the background. Like, <laughs> oh Jesus, just the Rick James of slapping seven year olds. All right, y'all. So we are done with the therapy questions. We are moving on to the current events. We got four topics for the night. First one, rise and fall of a parenting influencer. So have you heard about this shit? Uh, no. 
So this is this woman, Ruby Frank, and she had, and eight passengers. Well, real this quick, is, real quick from the BBC by Matea Bubalo. Yeah. So this woman, Ruby Frank, she's in Utah on late August in Utah. Twelve-year-old boy covered in wounds with his ankles taped ran to a neighbor's house asking for food and water. He escaped a nearby home by climbing through a window and running away with the duct tape still on his ankles. So this woman, Ruby Frank, Miss Ruby Frank, she has a YouTube channel. She has like over a million followers. She has millions of followers. And she's a mom influencer where she tells people basically how to raise their kids. And right now she's under arrest for six felony counts of child abuse. Like she had taken her kids' beds, furniture, and she would do this wild stuff where they would get reported on YouTube for some of the things that she'd done. Because they were like, that's like borderline child abuse, like taking up her kids' homework and computers and laptops, putting them in a trash bag and being like, you guys either have to pay for these to get them back or you have to do the cash equivalent for us to get them, for you best to give them back to you in chores. And if you don't do it by the end of the day, we're throwing all this stuff away. And the kids like, and the kids like, dude, my homework's in there. Like, what are you talking about? Is it weird like, that I, it starts off with a 12-year-old? Like, I didn't even. Bro um so she was on the eight passengers youtube channel which launched in 12 2015 a boom of popularity it was our family vlog channel the channel where they were making money on the platform a year later her videos gave thousands of views like mom influencer that's so weird these videos were edited were in a window or a window into her lifestyle showing a typical morbid suburban family homeschooling cooking and eating and chatting away so she was a mom she has six kids and she would homeschool them with her husband. Uh, Kevin Frank. Lose lose the privilege to eat. She would take away their privileges to eat. Some of the shit I'm like, ah, my mom, my parents, my mom did, did some of this stuff. Um, but yeah, so she got turned in whenever this guy, he did, her one of her sons escaped. And he was, I guess, like restrained she'd taken away um, her teenage son's bed and he was sleeping on a beanbag on the floor. Um, and they live in like this huge fucking house in this really nice neighborhood. The kid escapes through like, I guess a window on the front porch runs to the neighbor's house. They call the cops, cops go into the house and they arrest her on six, six counts of child of uh, felony child abuse. And the husband's not living there. They're no longer together. But her and then this other woman both got arrested on counts of child abuse. This is what she said. Um, she said that her six-year-old needed to go hungry after forgetting to take her lunch to school. Hopefully nobody gives her food and nobody steps in and gives her a lunch because then she's not going to learn. She told the camera. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Yeah, this They're is like, like this is like a white mormon lady in utah just for the audience well and this is this is more common than people realize especially like it's really wild um i guess there is there's videos of her going up to like her kid's school because there was a tiktok dance or something that was done at the school and like freaking out like this woman's batshit crazy she looks like a been, elizabeth holmes and has been for a while but there's a lot of people that just completely bought into her shit a 2020 video she he revealed that his bedroom had been taken away for seven months and said he was sleeping on a beanbag after playing pranks on his sibling according to frankie in the same video 
her son had been shown he was unable to man to manage a bedroom and was offered alternatives like a gas bed or an inflatable mattress. There's videos where her she's like being so fucking weird, and her kids are just like, "Oh my god, you're the worst mother ever." And uh, her her daughter, her <laughs> oldest daughter, said justice is being served because uh, she's been trying to raise concerns and had uh, about her estranged family with police and child and CPS child protection services for years, and uh, uh, Ruby Frank's sister said this needed to happen in a joint statement saying they had previously kept quiet for the sake of the children involved. Well, that's not what you kept quiet about the children getting abused for the children. That doesn't make sense. But it was her friend too got arrested. Hildebrand. She got charged yeah. with six as well. <clears throat> that's fucking wild, dude. I mean, and this is, there's, uh, what, what was her name? Tammy Faye. There was a woman, she had some like weight loss, um, Christian based church. Um, and then she died. They died in a plane crash. Tammy Faye Baker or something. Yeah, Tammy Faye Baker. They was that no, 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 no. Tammy Faye Baker is Jim Baker's first wife, and she died. She died differently. That's Jim Baker who sells like the buy this fifty gallon jug of queso just for the apocalypse. Um, but she, she, but she's like, there's a documentary on HBO about her. You don't know it because she just is like creepy thin and has this crazy fucking hair. But um, she was into like disciplining, like stuff like this, where it's like a religious base. Like, okay, if you disrespect your parents, like, I'm gonna beat the shit out of you. Or I'm gonna lock you in a room and do stuff like that. And that's what she'd been doing. But it's insane that in the turn she's running like an influencer channel about telling people how to raise their kids, and she's duct taping her kids up to where they have to escape and run to the neighbors. I mean, I was like, really did a deep dive into this because um, it. it the whole concept of it is mind blowing. And so she's been doing this. People have been reporting her and reporting her. So there's a whole chunk of a community of people, like thousands of people that have watched this woman that have been screaming this for years. I mean, she's been doing it since 2015. She's had this channel. Two of her kids are gone. So there's four kids that still live with her. The CPS took her kids. The husband, they've been separated for like 13 months and his lawyer released a statement. And he's just like, I basically, have, well, I want nothing to do with that bitch. Um, but in the old videos, he's pretty crazy too. Like he's just as nutty as she is. And whenever this happened, they didn't give the kids to him. They right. like took them. They, they took them. So, I mean, there's something going yeah, on. Because it's only he's been 13 not... months, but this shit's been going on since 2015, oh. you said? Yeah, 2015, she's at the channel. Right, so that's but, eight, eight years, and he's been gone for an eighth of that? Yeah, crazy. Crazy, 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 crazy. She said she's made millions. She left that loop in her world. Like, yeah, I mean, she was fucked. Uh, maybe that's why why she finally got fucked, because, you know, if uh, you're a divorcee in the Mormon church, you're, like, excommunicated. And so she finally, you know, got separated with her husband. They're like, oh, well, now we can tell on her. Well, now somebody, they didn't want to be the ones to do it because they're close to her. And I'm sure that she could just like, you know, she has a legion of followers and fans that, no, people are crazy. Like that you could send if you're like, oh, these person. And okay. They're trying that, to would that prevent them. you from doing it? From ratting her out? Like, are you kidding? Well, I think that for some of them, yeah. I mean, not. One of us, you don't give a shit, but some people care right. about right. what they're those, what people those think. Those people have 
a moral dilemma in their lives. In their TikTok mom mom influencer universe, maybe they don't want they don't want to kick up any dust. Oh. So they need a normie. Mr. Goody, two shoes, <laughs> kicking up dust. So they need a normie, someone out like a like a TikTok dad fluencer to, to turn her in. I don't know. I just there's a lot of secrecy and shit around the Mormon community. You know, like just watch Real Housewives of Salt Lake. Seriously. <laughs> so, yeah, no, like, no. so like they're all used to like, you know, being hush hush about like, you know, problematic things within the family. Yeah. So this he was he the boy was taken to the hospital and treated due to lacerations from being tied up with a rope. Yeah. Bro. That is crazy. And this bitch is out there posting videos while she's got a kid tied up with ropes talking about how people need to raise their kids that is the wildest shit she had she's great she had to make a video what was she supposed to do how how many but like on a serious tip though like i mean how many other kids were abused because of the stupid shit that this woman was teaching i mean you sounds like 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 you said she has a lot of followers yeah two million followers two million youtube subscribers so they sent 2 million YouTube subscribers. They've sent this bitch two plaques about her about people just following her because you get a plaque when you get like 100,000. Dude, right? those are bots, man. She's a bot. Nah, man, that's like crazy Mormon moms being like, see, Ruby says that it's okay for me to kick you with soccer cleats. So <laughs> God damn. Pick, clean up your room or, your, or get the boot. It's like, bro. She's like the Karen, evil Karen. I guess yeah, all Karens a, are evil, but she, yeah, she's an evil bitch, dude. She's like sorcerer level. She's like a like in the Ku Klux Klan. What is it? Like Grand Wizard? She's a Grand <laughs> Wizard. She's a Grand Wizard Karen, dude. She's up there. She's got like a every all the other Karens are in some like I don't know pumpkin spice robe or something like that. She's up there in like the sequin one, like the pink pink sequin robe up there. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Next to a big burning cross made out of them. Uh, I was going to say tampons, but I was like, that's not fair. That's like, no, it's kind of right, right, right. So then I was like, no, no, ma- magic underwear. The Mormon magic underwear. Oh, no, they can't burn those. Those don't burn. That's why yeah, but she's, magic, but she's the evil grand wizard, Karen. She does what she wants. No, I think it'd be something like Beach. My kids can't have the magic underwear because they no, didn't. it would be like a like a cardboard cutout of like Tyler Perry or something, or Obama. Oh yeah, no, it'd be a hybrid. It'd be like a like oh they think that he's all they're they're all one and the same. He's a shape shit. He's a shapeshifter. Oh it, yeah, yeah, it's, it's Obama dressed up as Medea. Obama dressed up as Medea. Yeah. Oh dear. Oh dear. Yeah. Pretend playing Larry the Cable Guy, so it's like I like I like him. That's offensive. He's my favorite comedian, man. <laughs> He's How like, dare you like the the blue collar comedy tour? Who do you think you are? When I say when when I hear should I tie my kids up with a rope, I say get her done. All right, next article. Allegedly. It was shoes on, no boarding pass or ID, but airport security forever changed on 9-11. Um, I was reading through this 
I was talking to someone. I'm oh, hold on, hold on. Oh. from NPR, David oh, yeah, Shaver, and it's a article about airports before 9 11. Yeah, well, let's shoot them. Yeah, an article by NPR and KERA channel 13. Ooh. Brought to you, brought to you by viewers like you. Um, hey, let's go. Um, <clears throat> yeah, I was discussing with someone reading this that I'm thankful that I got to experience what airports were like beforehand without realizing that they were, it was going to change for, for fucking ever. Um, but it starts off, it's hard to fathom that we used to be able to arrive at the airport just minutes before the flight, keep your shoes on and coats. And we went through a simple metal, metal detector. Virtually anyone could go right to the gate without a boarding pass or even showing ID. And that's true. You did not have to get to the airport a quadrillion hours before certain airports. Sure. Like LAX and yeah. certain places sucked still. But I mean, you could just breeze through the airport and yeah, you could pick people up from the airport, walk right up to the gate, go, go with them to luggage claim and pick up their bag. I mean, yeah, my, what... I was just talking about this with my mom and she said uh, whenever, cause my dad's from Philadelphia, but they were, he uh, was going to college in LA where my mom with my mom and she's from LA or Pasadena, but she was going to go to Philadelphia for the first time ever. And like, her mom and her sisters came with her like to the airport, you know, and like we're there at the gate, like with her and like her cousins like came down, like, like it was like a big, like, like big deal for her to be flying across country, you know, like by yeah. herself, like at 19 or whatever. But yeah, everybody was there and uh, at the gate with her, you know. Well, I mean, you could send kids off. I flew a couple of times where we like visited my grandparents my parents would just walk us to the plane. We'd get on the plane. They'd be like, peace. I mean, get off the plane. And my grandpa would be standing there like, let's go. There was like, you could. So much safer than than the alternative, you know? Oh, yeah. Like, you right couldn't, there. You, could, you couldn't send a kid all yeah. the way to the. Yeah, yeah have like, to walk through all the airport, like, to just try to get outside and, to find. And they would let your parents walk you to your seat. So my parents would make sure we were in our seats on the plane. They'd be like, hey, these are our kids. And they'd be like, oh, hey, like, well, we'll take care of them. Here's some fucking pilot wings. You guys are cool. And they'd be really extra nice because they knew we were kids traveling alone. Like, you could bring some... drinks on the plane. Yeah, you could. Yeah, live your fucking birds. I used to be ashtrays. I mean, that was probably a dark time, I feel like. Oh, yeah. I'm glad, yeah. I, wasn't, I, wasn't glad I wasn't alive for that. But I will say it was so much easier. And then once after September 11th, that completely changed completely changed it's so wild that to think that there's a whole group of people there's people that work for me that weren't even alive when that happened crazy um and that don't even understand like what that world was like beforehand right like that is this article for me is uh, oh, hold on. well hold on let's real quick because yeah. shout out shout out our everybody loves them tsa shout them out how many terrorist attacks have these fools stopped though, you know, since 9 11? Zero. Zero. <laughs> so we've had 22 years of this bullshit. Zero terrorist attacks stopped. That's well, how do we know? How do we know? Because they've been stopped. And we said we wouldn't. No, they would have known <laughs> if they stopped it. 
Remember, like the Christmas shoe bomber or underwear bomber, whatever it was. Yeah, like, he was he was like on the plane. Yeah, already, already on the like, fucking plane. Like it's just his bomb didn't work. Some black dude's like, "Yo, bro, why are you lighting your shoe on fire, dog? You tripping?" <laughs> like that's, that's and that's why we have to take our shoes off. Yeah, no, you got to take our shoes. How off many shoe bombs have they found since then? Because nobody was like <laughs> suspicious of some tall African man and fucking. 18 inch platform heels trying to get onto a fucking plane on Christmas day being like hello my brother I am flying <laughs> all the way to Detroit please let me on plane oh these shoes orthopedic function <laughs> like no bro get the fuck out of here nobody stopped that guy why is there a wick hanging out of his shoe do not worry about that my friend that is no problem no concern of you yeah so, but, hmm. you know okay you- get on well whatever fuck it but like part of um, bin Laden, <laughs> bin Laden's strategy was like that. What our reaction would be like the downfall, you know, not like that the, the United States was going to end as a country because they took out the tower. I guess they were trying to hit the White House, but you know, it was like think about the trillions of dollars that we spent the two wars we were in the TSA the has like think about just the slowdown of commerce by the TSA in this country you know like just by like they're gonna try to up the amounts of um, scans that they do at the border oh yeah in the and like from like right now I think it's like 10 percent and we're gonna try to get it to like 70 percent and it, and it's like okay well now like it's gonna cause like add hours and hours to like these trucks commutes that are doing legitimate business, like billions of dollars, like a day, I think like goes over the border. But they don't care about that. They don't care about that. That's just like an extra way for them to make an extra buck. Now they get to have another fat government thing where they got a fund and they got to get more money from the taxpayers. No, no, it's like, it's like a technology that upgrade that they're going to get. But no, I think they do care about that. I'm all I was saying, I wasn't like blaming anybody. I was just saying, Oh, that's something I didn't even think about. It's like you're sacrificing like efficiency and in commerce and, and, everything by like for safety you know but but well, yeah the TSA, the whole paradox but the tsa all it is 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 security theater that's the term i it, used to have, it's have there to TSA make you feel neighbor. safe so have a neighbor that was a tsa agent and we were like always oh, this is an austin i was smoking halloween all the time and i was then sure because it looked it looked straight up like a cop and the out the uniform was like a mega cop outfit um for austin tsa but she was chill as fuck one day i was like oh she was like do you want to work for the tsa i was like oh it's all right whatever then i started asking a thousand questions what can i bring what can't i bring do you guys look for this do you look for that like i started like trying to get you know i was like i had an inside inside scoop you know (laughs) and i would hear some wild stories like dude somebody tried to come on the plane with a katana today somebody tried to come onto the plane like really stupid shit where it's like now if you haven't either you've never flown before that's the only excuse you could have well listen listen this so um i went to pj's wedding last year and uh our boy danny was there and uh him and i were like laughing so much like about how because we both like had noticed the same thing going on but uh you know independently and it was like that nobody gives a shit anymore like People just go into a 7-Eleven, like take a 12-pack, walk in front of the cashier and just keep walking. And like, you know, they just don't care. And like uh, Danny was saying, uh, because he's a tour manager. So he was on tour 
and he accidentally left like this giant knife that he has like like an eight inch like crazy like hunting knife or something that he had and uh, he just forgot that it was in his bag and he went to like seven different airports and nobody said anything he's like you know like TSA is just like scanning bags like they don't you know and it's true man like it's just there to make you feel like they're doing something yeah because there's been times where like I've been I was traveling this was years ago I was traveling with a girl and I had like a weed vape or something in my bag and had it all stashed away had nothing on me totally got direct you I didn't have anything on me and I got like stopped and padded and searched and everything we get through get on the plane this chick's digging through her bag on the plane pulls out a fully loaded pipe with weed in it and a lighter so whoa what the fuck and that got like scanned like she had it on her the entire time so I was getting padded this chick had like a whole load okay but what what race is that chick white girl okay and then you know, the black out the front, like my buddy Victor, shout out. He's from Guatemala. Uh, he like we would go to we worked together and we would go to like trade shows in Vegas. Yeah. And and he he told me the first time we went, he's like, dude, I always get stopped at TSA every time. And then um, I'm like, OK, dude, whatever. And then we go through and I you know breeze through because I got the complexion for the protection. And then I turn around, I'm like, where's Victor? And then, and then he's over in the corner getting like personally searched. And it happened. He was right every time. Yeah. Yeah. So they definitely profile there. Like it's ridiculous. And like they do like little like um, tests, like well, they'll like put actual guns, you know, but it's the government like seeing if how effective TSA is. So they'll have like agents, you know, undercover go and like, and like, there's been like times where they didn't get a single gun. All of the guns got through. So it's like they're they're not good at their job. They've never stopped a terrorist attack, but you know they're good at like talking shit to you and making you feel. I always get fucking anxiety, even when I'm not doing anything. Like every, when I go to TSA, I'm like, shit, did I leave anything in my bag? And it's like, well, what the hell could I even have? But uh, before we leave this, fun fact. I smuggled uh, like an eighth of marijuana from Texas to Hawaii post 9-11. Yeah, but I mean, I've had friends who've flown with like an ounce or two in their bag and they're just like, yeah, gotta get, they just like breeze through and scan it. You know what my Cause the dog, Because the dogs at the airport are bomb sniffing dogs. No, no, truck. But not, no. Also, my dad says the dogs are at international. Like that's what they're there for, international. Because if you're going to smuggle weed, within the country why would you fly you would just drive it so sure. so that it's like they're not looking for they're hanging they're hanging outside u-haul the penske place right they're outside of lowe's being like who's this stoner looking motherfucker with yeah, a u-haul truck they're not out there trying to catch eighths you know like of or, or like quarters of weed like they're like they consider themselves like there to stop terrorism so they're not worried about it. Yeah. All right. Next article. Bum, bum, bum. We talked about this before. Um, what to know about Florida's classic alternative to the SAT it's, is an NPR article by Juliana Kim. 
Um, we talked about this previously, but CLT is the classic learning test that Florida has presented as an alternative to the SAT. Um, it's great. This is CLT. Hold on. This is CLT. And but they remember they hate CRT. So they just yes. made it sound very similar. CLT is commonly taken by students who are in private schools or homeschooled. Over 200 colleges currently accept the tests, many of which are small, private, or faith-based. The test launched in 2015. On Friday, the governing Florida uh, Florida State University system approved the exam for undergraduate admissions, making Florida the first state in the country to accept it as on a wide scale. Ron DeSantis, who has set out to overhaul the schools, the state schools, and fight against it, what he calls a woke indoctrination. Of course. It's <laughs> fucking this is like this is the stupidest shit ever. Did you notice like they didn't they didn't say woke once in the Republican debate? Because they they know nobody gives a shit anymore. No. What is it? The CLT is based on is a classical educational model. The name suggests it's focused on classical texts like Shakespeare, Aristotle, Aristotle, Jeremy Tate, the founder of CLT. Told by NPR, he hopes to focusing on the classics, which explore tr topics of human nature, logical reasoning, and lessons from history. We're measuring your ability to read the important texts that have driven the development of history and culture for thousands of years, DeSantis said. They're not allowed to in Florida, I thought. No, that wasn't DeSantis. That was Jeremy Tate, the founder of CLTs. Oh, that. he's the one who said that? Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Tate said that? I thought that was DeSantis. But yeah, I mean, well, they just pass it to where they can. CLT is two hours, an hour shorter than the SAT or the ACT. Because <laughs> Florida. <laughs> it's taken online and divided into three sections. Verbal reasoning, quantitative reasoning, grammar, and writing. Dude, I feel like all Floridians would fail at all of this. The essay portion of the test is optional. Of course it is. If you can spell, you can give it a shot, but otherwise don't worry about it. <laughs> they say it's a more rigorous and comprehensive measurement than the SAT or ACT. Yeah, but it's not. It's, it's shorter and more basic and the essay part it's optional yeah you don't even have, you don't have to write if you don't want to you don't write just don't do it just don't fill it out man it don't count for you it won't count against you a quarter of the math questions appeared below high school grade level and and statistics concepts are not tested dude should we take the clt can we we can right we could take it we should take the clt oh Fuck yeah. I mean, I took the ACT in seventh grade and got uh, invited to an award ceremony at Duke for getting in the top 1% in the entire country. Deal with it. Well, this is different. This is a better uh, it's harder. It's harder. It's harder. It is. It's shorter, but it's harder. And if you want to do the essay, it's optional. So you don't feel like you have to. No pressure. And the reason why they don't test on statistics, they said, is because they don't test on concepts that require a calculator. Unlike the SAT. I'm not against allowing the use of, of the CLT. I oppose the use of it at this time because we do not have enough of an have have the empirical evidence to show that this assessment is the same quality as the ACT or SAT. Yeah. It's an at-home Jesus test. <laughs> I, I 
it's mind blowing. I mean, obviously this country's crazy, but Florida's going to hell in a handbasket. Um, last article. It's pretty short. This is what is this? Who is? What does it say? It's from Tim Paget wrote it, and it is on WLRN. I think I found this through NPR. Um, this Monday, September 11th, marks the 50th anniversary of a dark day in Latin American history. The bloody, the bloody military coup that that started the brutal 17-year-long dictatorship of Pinochet in Chile. I didn't. I see. So, I didn't realize that it was like that. It was this day. Yeah, I did because I listened to this podcast called "The World Next Week." It comes out every Thursday, and they were saying the U.S. and Chile uh mark september 11th for very different reasons um but our boy friend of the pod fat boy extraordinaire john marsh uh he's from chile and so before the pod when i saw this was in i texted him asked him anything we need to make sure we mention and he sent me the caravan of death which was a chilean army death squad that following the Chilean coup of 1973 flew by helicopters from south to north of Chile between September 30th and October 22nd, 1973. During this foray, members of the squad ordered or personally carried out the execution of at least 75 individuals held in army custody in certain garrisons. The squad killed 97 people, 26 in the south, 71 in the north. But I also heard that they've killed like thousands of people like that like uh have just like kind of disappeared so like it's not like these death squads just kill people and don't and like you just never see them again well i mean it starts approximately three thousand during the 17 years yeah i mean they stood we stood on our balcony and watched the jets bomb the mondale the moneda the presidential palace that's crazy. So he was a young attorney. It was Platt was a young attorney, young American attorney living in Santiago in 73 and was teaching law. So he's teaching like democracy and democratic law while this fucking right wing military coup just breaks the fuck out. Right. Yeah. But hold on real quick. So what happened was that that instigated it was there was a dictator and they were like all about the rule of law for for especially for a dictator but they put it to a vote whether the people wanted to continue the dictatorship or not. And then they were, uh, they lost the vote and they saw they were going to lose it. So they tried to like, like rig it and they couldn't. And then they like put a pause on the vote. And that's when the coup happened, I think. Yeah. Um, the, Cause the left wing Chilean president, Salvador Alan Alande, the target of the right wing military crew coup was, was in there. Um, he he would commit suicide inside during the during this coup. But Platt says the more horrible carnage happens out in the streets when Pinochet's forces hunted down anyone suspected of being a, an, an activist. So yeah, basically, he the president, the then sitting left wing president, commits suicide, and they just start murdering people in the streets, just roaming through. Crazy, yeah. and it was all. And we, what was our, what was our play in that? The CIA helped. Yes, uh, yeah. That was that. Also yeah. mentioned by Johnny Boy said to mention the CIA's involved. Yeah, it was all the CIA. Um, Platt, who was white, forges in Chile, in Chile, as a U.S. reporter, says that the 
Um, they ran into, what is it, a documentary filmmaker, Charlie Holman at the U.S. Embassy when the coup wore on. He said he'd seen some things he probably shouldn't have and was afraid to go back into the streets. Days later, Horman himself disappeared and was later executed by Chilean security forces. His subject is the, he is, he is the story. His story was the subject of the film in 1982. Missing is the title of that film. The coup, re, the coup installed Pinochet as a dictator and he ruled until 1990. More than 3,000 Chileans were murdered or disappeared under his regime, while tens of thousands were either tortured or imprisoned. Ridiculous. Dude, that's like... And this is why like a film like Team America or something like that is fantastic. Are a, we've, we've fucked up so much people's shit. And we take zero as a country. We take very little accountability That's, for oh, it. No, no, no. We all acknowledge that the CIA trying to like, uh, you know, regime change down in South America, like 50s, 60s, 70s, all backfired. And that's why we try to not do that, <laughs> I guess. Well, no. Okay. No, we actively try to not do that. But to sit there now, we're like, yeah, okay. We fucked up. We yeah. said that we said that like 45 years too late. Because up until then we're like, nah, what are you talking about? Right. What right, are you talking about? Just by the fact that no, we, we don't what that we don't about? do it like we used to is an acknowledgement of that that was not working. Absolutely. But like I've said before, whenever it comes to some of these issues that we'll have with countries or something, we look at it in such a small through such a small people and they're looking through like a big fucking window and a reason why they don't like us. And we refuse to like actually acknowledge that there's a window. It's like, no, 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 no. Talk, look through this keyhole with me. And they're like, nah, dude, fuck you. Like, cause the, the ramifications for that country in comparison to ours is like minute. It's like, oh man, we were really shitty back then. Well, Sorry about well, that. Well, really what it was is we were toppling left wing dictators and installing right wing death squads in multiple countries you know or right wing like uh heads of state that had death squads you know and and kind of like giving it a pass so that that was the thing like we were just replacing one you know piece of shit sociopath murderous for another and and it's like how about just stay the fuck out of it you know yeah because i mean that's that's another democratically elected official that we chose to overthrow and then install someone that no, we he wasn't democratically elected i thought he i thought pino pinochet was a, was a, was elected the guy that they toppled no not pinochet no the guy that they toppled he was he was elected i thought he was Alande. a dictator and that he put it to a vote. No, no no there was no 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 there was but he was uh where, where was it where was it No, I think Pinochet, Santiago. It was a controversial left-wing Chilean president, Salvador Alande, the target of the right-wing military crew that elected that day. But Pinochet, I guess it doesn't really say. Um, sorry, Paul. Well, yeah, I mean, whatever it was, we fucked it up worse. But I mean, I feel like we have decent relations with Chile. 
Yeah, because they're like, dude, they can fuck up our shit in the middle of the night. They can just slip in and like put in a plug in a thumb drive. The next thing you know, there's like robots take over. What? <laughs> I'd be uh, I'd be petrified of fucking with us after we've done some shit like that. And you had 17 years of like a brutal dictator, and it's like all because we in- helped install him. I wouldn't be that be like, I'd be I'd be cool with us because I wouldn't fuck with us. That's like not. It's like you know cooperation by intimidation yeah, maybe yeah that's that's just, our, just that's repairing our the relationship you know that's, that's moving forward ain't no future that's in what, the past yeah yeah just let that let that shit go man just let it go man just let it go we're cool now yeah they're just now getting their shit back together like uh, <laughs> yeah i mean i don't know thanks for the hard it's like times a, America. it's a pretty vibrant country like no, I know, but it's like, thanks for the hard times, America. We're strong. We help. We help other countries build character. <laughs> yeah, that's what we did. Chili, you're welcome. We're the guy that yeah that you thought you could beat up. Huh. You're welcome. No re- no restart. No save for that one. You're welcome. Well, so, what else do you got? That's all I got. That's all I got. That's all you got. Do you have any words of wisdom? Uh, meditate, bitches, and don't listen to TikTok moms. Telling you how to raise your kids, that's a bad idea. Yeah. Well, 105 heads or tails in the bag. Um, appreciate y'all listening. Like, follow, subscribe, comment, leave a review, Spotify, iTunes, Apple, whatever. And also, you know, we'll be back again this Wednesday with the other show that we host on this channel, Angry Black Quarterback. So make sure you check that out. Um but nah, man, I got nothing either. Just y'all be good, be safe, stay out of trouble. And as always, go fuck yourselves. Shout out. Talk about my money, sounds hyperbolic. My money long, hit it fast, hypersonic. On board a private concord. Every time I grab a mic and I hit record. I grab a mic and break the sound barrier I'm so fly that I need an aircraft carrier Bunny and Clyde with the money, I'm a merrier Or barrier Systematically assemble lines like I'm Henry Ford First rhymes I spit came out the umbilical cord Cut that shit off and dropped it like a mic Told the nerve slap my ass, that's that shit that I like Sudden if and death syndrome spitting bars in the nursery Sending little baby bitches straight to the infirmary Murking newborns when I'm shitting on the track Sucking on the breast milk like that shit was crack In the incubator it was clear I was greater I was just born but I'm your father like a baby Darth Vader Wordplay better mine is damn baby Yoda Making money moves like I instructed yoga I'm Alpha Scouts and goodies got a quota The chef Andy in the kitchen